We believe that wealth is a journey and that this is your jumpstart to trading success. How do you tell if the market is turning bearish? Like I know that we've been in this chop fest kind of market now for for a while, for maybe about a couple months. Uh, even like maybe came out of it briefly towards the end of December and it's been right back into it to, to start out the year. So how do you tell when the market is turning bearish? How do you tell when the market is finally getting ready to roll over and die? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about three ways to do it. Uh, and before we, we kick that off, uh, you guys uh, that are here, you guys, uh, if you're here for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, you know how this works. Type into the chat. Let me know where you're watching from, where you're at, and type in any questions that you have throughout this because this time is meant for you guys. I want to help you as much as I possibly can. And the way that I'm able to do that better is by you interacting and and typing in and letting me know what you think, any comments, uh, questions, all that stuff. You get the idea. So go ahead and do that. So uh, let's dive in. Uh, first thing, uh, first, one of the three signs, one of the three major signs is to first step back and look at the big picture. And I like to do that with a multi time frame analysis. And I'll take a moment here to, to show you. I'm just going to share my screen over here. Now, let's see, it's uh, this one over here. And here we go. Now, that, that's my um, that's my trading journal. But the thing that, that I want to share with you is this here, the, these, uh, these three charts. Right, so so I've got three of them. I've got three tabs open. I've got this one here, this one here, and this one here. This is how I start my analysis every single week. And you see that there's a whole bunch of stuff and annotations on here. We'll get to that in a minute. But the bigger idea is to start here, right? The, this is, these are the major indices. The, you have uh, five major indices and one ETF that I like to track called the, the IBD50. And it basically lets me know where the top growth stocks are at right now. So I look at this and I'm looking at it on a monthly time frame. And now what this tells me is where are we at in the bigger picture, right? Like it's real easy to, to zoom in and look at something microscopically and say, uh oh, well, we're getting ready to, to turn over. And uh, you could be really afraid, right? Like, like when something is right up to the screen or right in your face, it's going to cause a lot more fear than if you step back and you see the bigger picture. So that's what I like to do first. The first thing is to zoom out, look at these monthly charts. And I look at them, I look at each of the major indices, the S&P 500's up here. I've got the NASDAQ, the Russell 2000, the New York Stock Exchange, the Dow is over here. And then over here, I've got the that IBD 50 that I mentioned before. So I'm looking at each of them and I'm trying to see which way are things moving? Are we moving up, down, sideways? Now, there's a variety of ways to, to tell if we where we're at, but the main idea, right, the, the absolute basics of are we moving up, down, or sideways is uh, if we're moving up, we're making a series of higher highs and higher lows. If we're moving down, then we are making a series of lower highs 
and lower lows. And if we're moving sideways, uh, then it's just a, a cluster, right? <laughs> like uh, you're not really making much progress in either direction. Kind of like what you have on the Russell 2000 right here, right? They'll make this one a little bit bigger for you to see. So really, since going back to February of last year, the the Russell has gone nowhere. That That's sideways action personified right there. Do you agree with that? Uh, let me know. Type to the chat. I already see a couple of people typing in the chat. Let me let me see what, what we have here. We've got uh, uh, Bashan uh, post uh, from India. Well, welcome, Bashan. Um, yeah, well, let's see. Well, what other comments do you have? Let me see. Oh, well, let's share this one. Well, wants to learn how to protect the profits and be consistent. Capital is still predicted. Well, whenever it comes to capital, I become very defensive. So the capital is still there. Yeah, so that there's a variety of ways to dive into this question. Uh, I'll give you a couple right here. So the, the first is the amount of capital that you're using on your trading, right? So uh, let's talk about it from a capital, uh, from a money kind of beliefs perspective. So if I'm trading with capital and I haven't specifically earmarked this set of capital for trading, I've just, uh, I just started to, to use this capital for trading and that cap, then, uh, that capital that I'm using could have been used for other things, right? It could have been used to, to maybe buy something that I wanted, uh, maybe go out somewhere that I wanted to have an experience. If this capital was not specifically earmarked for trading, then I'm going to have more emotions tied to that capital. Does that make sense? So what we want to do then is to now figure out, well, what capital am I going to use for trading and earmark the specific capital for trading? Nothing else. It's just for trading. And how much should you use, right? Because that, that's another great question. Uh, how much should you use, especially if you're new? Uh, for, for all the new traders out there, if you are uh, trying to figure out how much capital to use, what you want to use is an amount that's not going to kill you if you lose the whole thing. You want to use an amount that should sting a little if you do lose it, but you it, it shouldn't it shouldn't hurt you. It, it should not kill you if you lose the this amount of capital, right? I don't care if that is a hundred dollars. I don't care if it's ten thousand. I don't care if it's a hundred thousand, right? Like I, I'm coaching traders where where a million bucks is uh, not that big of a deal to them. Whatever the amount is for you. Hey, you you need to uh, to figure out how much uh, how much is too much how much is just enough and start with there and then after that after that what you want is to consistently contribute to that amount whatever the amount is going to be I recommend a percentage come up with a percentage of how much capital you want to contribute to your trading pot and then from there. It, have a schedule, right? Well, whether it's going to be once a week, once a month, whatever it is, you're going to put money consistently into this thing. So that way it it, it continues to to grow. You're not just relying on uh, the market for, for that. Yeah. So um, I hope that answers the question, Bashan. If, uh, if not, now fire away with another question. Happy to help. But back to the big picture 
multi time frame analysis. So we spoke a bit about the monthly time frames. I also like to go down into the weekly time frames and into the daily time frames. Well, what I find is that this gives me a great perspective in doing it this way, right? Like, so if I'm starting out with that big 10,000 foot view, it's almost like I'm, uh, you know, like up in a plane or a helicopter or something, and I'm looking at the forest, right? So I'm looking at the forest and you're looking at the forest from that height. You can tell what season you're in, right? Like uh, right now, I, uh, I'm in New York, right? So I go up in this helicopter and I'm looking at the forest. Uh, I can tell that it's winter, right? There's no, uh, there's no leaves on the trees. Uh, there might be some snow on the ground. I, it's very easy to tell. But if I'm only doing that that 10,000 foot view, then you know what's going to happen i'm going to be late to the party right if i'm only looking at at this at the monthly time frames then yeah well, like like i want to be more acutely aware of change so here's a here's what i do i like to to go down into the, the actual force right so so pretend that you're you're in that helicopter you you land right and, and then you could start to look at the individual trees maybe there's some little buds on the trees right maybe some leaves are starting to come in oh well guess what maybe we're transitioning from winter into spring and that's why the weekly charts are going to help tell us that's what the daily charts are going to help to tell us too now I, i've marked these up a, a lot we're not going to have time to go through every single markup in this but it's that multi-time frame analysis that can help get you started right so that that's the first thing the next thing next thing is this the new highs list the new highs list the number of stocks that are making new highs in the market how many stocks are making new highs and how many are making new lows that is something that i find to be extremely important and here's why think about it logically if the, you, you're looking at, at a major index, right? Well, what's a major index made out of? It's made of, out of stocks, right? So if the index is going to continue to make new highs and new highs and new highs, wouldn't it also make sense that the stocks within it would also continuously be making new highs and new highs and new highs? And if you don't see that, wouldn't it be a little tougher for the index to continuously making new highs and what happens if you see that uh, that there's more new lows being made right wouldn't that be a drag on the index yeah it it would it would so that's the next thing that that I'm looking at I'm looking at this over here right so I've got it over here on the Nasdaq and on the NYSE so uh, let's make this bigger I'll take off the annotations for a moment but what we're looking at is this indicator down here. This is something that, that I look at every single day uh, on the weekends when I'm doing my weekend routine and I'm going through this uh, with members too. So you're getting a little bit of that insight as well. What I'm looking at is this here, right? So above this line down here, it is you have more stocks making new highs. Below the line are the number of stocks making new lows. So you can see back here in this area, you had plenty of stocks making new highs, even on that pullback, 
right? Even on this pullback back here, you still had plenty of stocks making new highs. Then as you begin to transition out, well, they, you still have some new highs, not quite as many as over here. You don't have any new lows, right? Very few stocks making new lows over here. Then in this period, it starts to get choppy, right? Then over here, right? Some more chop. You start to have some stocks, uh, more, more new lows being made. You transition out. You transition out. This is October, right? This is actually the best period that I had in 2021, bar none. All best run that I had was from here to there, right? It, like, uh, like 15 percent uh, in in the account, right? Just in that one period, just, uh, just in that little six month spread, 15 percent uh, increase uh, in there, right? It's not about how much money you make it's about how much money you keep right so uh, in this period having that kind of run well how right well we had this transition we had this transition from new lows to more stocks making new highs and it started to ramp up almost to what it was like back here and everything was working right everything was working so it's the new highs uh, helping to drive the the probability the the chances of us picking a winner right so then over here over here it becomes real important right what happens we transition back and this can happen very rapidly it can happen very rapidly look how rapidly we moved from new highs things are improving to now all of a sudden like bam look at all those new lows right like triple digit new lows barely any new highs being made and it's been that way uh, since mid november Right? It's been very choppy in that period. New highs, the new highs list, the new lows list, very important for you to, to understand this and to be able to gauge market health because if you don't understand it, you might just be putting on the same types of trades, the same quantity of trades, the same uh, putting on the same level of risk throughout this whole mess here, and it's not going to be good for you. It's not. If you are able to better manage how much to put on and when, it, it, you're going to be so many steps ahead of, of just about anybody that, that's participating. Like if the, any of the new people that are coming on, you're going to be 10 steps ahead. If you learn how to do this, how to put on uh, in the appropriate amount of risk, at the right times, if you basically what we're able to do in observing all this stuff is seeing the seasonal transitions, right? So we're, we're able to see when winter turns to spring, turns to summer, turns to fall, and goes back to winter. Right now, this is the middle of winter, right? You don't want to be putting on huge size in this kind of environment, especially if you're trying to trade from the long side. The odds are not in your favor. So that's why you want to be paying attention to the number of stocks making new highs versus new lows. Um, stop here for a moment. Let me know if you guys have questions, questions about anything that I've mentioned so far. I've given you two big signs to how to tell if the market is turning bearish. The first one had to do with the big picture, that multi-time frame analysis. The second one had to do with the new highs and new lows. Let me know if you have any questions on here. Well, we're streaming to, to Facebook. We're streaming to YouTube, Twitter. 
uh, and we're streaming over to ShareVision. Any of you guys have questions about anything? I, I'm looking over here. I've got screens all over the place. Let me know what questions you have. Type them into the chat. Let me see what, what if any other questions uh, have come up. Yeah, but Sean, I'm glad that that answered your question from earlier. All right. We'll continue to rock and roll. All right. So next up, this one's very important. The, the, to me, uh, of the three that I'm giving you, this one right here is the one that, that I personally find most important, the trade ideas, both the quality and the quantity. The reason why is because this is my view into the world. I'm looking at the stocks that are most important to me. I'm not interested in trading all 10,000 stocks in the market. I'm trading uh, my, my my universe list right now has under 300 stocks in it, right? So so what percentage uh, is that? that, that that's barely anything right like that that's three percent of the market that that i'm interested in and of that three percent i'm looking at a much smaller list to see what are the stocks that are actually setting up which ones are potentially ready to buy which ones are giving me the potential high reward to low risk setups and so when i'm doing that and i'll share my screen again that's what this list comes in for right so i've got a bunch of different lists here let me zoom in a little bit um and scroll down over here uh get to where we're at right now and i'm looking at this right trade ideas so every single week i'm tracking the different trade ideas that i find right and uh this week i happen to find 33 trade ideas. Last week I found 19. And that's not to say that I'm trading all 33 ideas. That's not to mean that I'm trading 19 ideas. I'm not trading 56 uh, ideas from uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, in fact, I might not take any trades, right? Like if I find potential ideas, some ideas that are starting to shape up, I'll throw them onto the list. But you know what? If they don't break out if i'm looking at this list and it's not high quality i'm not trading any of them right so i only want to trade the ones that i believe are great ideas ones that are offering high probability high reward to low risk setups now that doesn't mean that i win on every single trade like my batting average is close to 50 percent but it's not about winning on every single trade it's a matter of creating a high uh, probability, high reward to low risk setup. So that means that if you have a coin, right? Like pretend that, that you have a quarter, right? And you're flipping this thing, you're flipping this thing, it lands on heads, you get paid two bucks if it lands on heads, but if, if you flip it and it lands on tails, then you lose a dollar. Well, that's a pretty cool game, right? Like you just flip that thing a hundred times, you know that you're going to come out ahead. But with trading, you could tell when you have the odds of success in your favor. You could start to tell like, hmm, well, well, when is it a better season for, for heads versus tails, right? Well, when am I more likely to find a winner? Am I more likely to find a bullish trade when the market is in a chop fest? Am I more likely to find a winning trade when the number of stocks making new highs is barely anything, right? Like the low double digits and the number of stocks making new lows is in the triple digits, right? It's things like this that help us figure out, are we in a bearish environment or not? 
and just how bearish is it? Right? That's another thing. Just how bearish is it? Is this a good environment to start shorting or is this an environment to just back up, stay away from, or are we just going to continue to chop? What in the heck is it? These are all the kinds of questions that that, that I answer uh, for myself uh, with our elite members. Well, we're meeting every week for, for three hours on a Saturday, and we're, we're collaborating, and we're going through this kind of stuff together. It's these kinds of questions that that you guys you need to ask yourselves so that way you could start to figure out hey is this the type of environment that i want to get involved in is it not is it right for my system for the edge that i've created for myself so let me know what other questions you have let me know what other questions about this about anything else that you have uh packed a lot into uh, about 20 minutes here. So let me know what questions that you have. Do you have questions on the big picture? Do you have questions on the big picture, multi-time frame analysis? Do you have questions about the number of stocks making new highs, new lows, how to get it, uh, any of that kind of stuff? Do you have questions about trade ideas, quality, quantity? How do you gauge quality and quantity? Let me know any questions that you have post them into the chat, do that right now. And if you have questions about something else, post those into the chat too. Sit, we'll stick around for a little bit, take your questions, type them into the chat. See a few people here watching, hopefully you guys are awake. Um, I'm a little bit more animated had my coffee earlier <laughs> or whatever has gotten into me uh, today i'm uh, yeah i feel more fired up the, than uh, than i had the past couple of live streams maybe it's finally getting past like completely past covid i don't know if I, yeah i mentioned uh, a few live streams ago the, like i was dealing with covid for the the first week of the year and I have a rule for myself. If I'm not well, if I'm not fully alert, then guess what? Like I, I'm not looking to trade. The reason why, like, it, when do you make great decisions? Uh, do you make great decisions when you're feeling uh, like crap? No, right? You make great decisions when you're in a peak state. So I wait. I wait until I'm in a peak state to to go and trade. And thankfully, uh, I'm in a position where I don't have to have every single trade be a winner uh, in order to put food on the table, right? And, and that kind of gets uh, back to the, that first question that, that Bashan was asking uh, in the beginning about uh, capital and putting it on. You don't want to be in a position where you have to win, right? If you're in a position in trading where you have to win, uh, like that, uh, quit while you're ahead. Right, trading is a game of probabilities. What we want to do is stack the odds in our favor. We do that by being able to be patient, by being able to recognize patterns when they come, by knowing that it's cyclical, by knowing that looking at at, uh, at the market, what well, we know that there's going to be times when you're in an uptrend, times when price is moving sideways, times when you're shifting gears into a downtrend. Right, all these things are going to happen. It's up to us to be able to recognize those patterns. Hit me up in the chat. Let me know uh, what you're you're thinking about all this.
yeah for today okay well where the market is at today so let, let's see what what happened so far so far very small undercut here in the s p 500 you know what's going to happen a lot of people are going to look at that and they may start to blow it out of proportion they, they might say that up oh, well, we undercut uh, this low. That's significant. We're going to to roll over from here. Man, that could be the case. Man, that's one potential scenario. Um, another scenario is that it gets support at that orange line. That orange line is a 100-day exponential moving average. It's found support at it a few times already. Maybe that continues to to happen. Another thing, too, is what are the stocks on your watch list doing? What are they telling you? How about the stocks in your portfolio? Do you have anything? Right now, I have one trade open, one trade, ARLP. Today, hit my second scale out, and I'm sitting with it. I'm sitting with the last bit of it that, that I have. So... The reason why uh, I just have one trade on, not seeing a ton of great trades set up. and uh, not seeing a lot of great things working. Over here is the watch list that I started out with with the week. You, you see you see a sea of red, right? Uh, some potential B level trades, some potential C level trades. not not a whole lot that, that's looking great. There was a, an idea in gold, that I saw longer term that hasn't uh, broken out yet. So I'm just sitting waiting for that. Yeah, and that's it. All right, guys. I think I am going to end it here. I appreciate you guys being here with me live. Uh, I appreciate the questions uh, that you have, Bashant. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, that was very, uh, very good question. Uh, lots of great insight. We do these live streams. We do them three times a week. We do them on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. We, we do them at 2 o'clock uh, each of those days. Tomorrow, we're going to have uh, Julian Komar come on and uh, do the live stream with us, going to, to interview him. The topic is going to be how to trade with a nine to five. He's been doing it now for 10 years. He's still trading part-time, going to give us some some of the insights, some of the things that, that he's learned over the years on how he's been able to trade efficiently and how he's able to trade part-time, give us some of his routines. It's going to be fantastic. Really looking forward to it. Hoping that you'll be able to join us. And I'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Much love. Peace out.